0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning into our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? <laughs>
1: Jim Radio. So, I'm going to say we're live because technically, yes, we are live, but we're not live, we're taped. That's right. So, uh, whatever the Memorex version of digital is, is what we are. So, there you go. So, we got Totally Jim Radio, Tuesday Night, Bay Ragney. We got two interviews lined up for you. So, let's do this. Uh, we got, like I said, two interviews. Uh, first up, we got band's called United. The United out of uh the Bay Area, you know, California, and uh really cool story, which I I love hearing a story like this. This is like very reminiscent of uh let's say the Blues Brothers where here's a band from back in uh you know, back in the day, back in the late 80s. And um, you know, all these years later, they decided, "Hey, let's put the band back together." And he was able to get the original guys all back together. ...to do this. So it's really cool. So uh, I get to talk to lead singer Matt, Matt Eurickson of, uh, of the band. He tells the, the story of how, uh, you know, from back in the day... ...to what he's been up to over the years... ...to uh, the other band members and how they all got back together. And um, they just, they, they released their original EP from years ago... Um, ...which was a demo, and they are currently working on their full-length album which will be out hopefully uh, this year at some point. So uh, I'm going to play Matt's interview first. So I'll get that to that in a minute. And then coming up later in the show, we got from the Philadelphia area, which uh, he was going to be on our show the other night, but we had the technical difficulties last Thursday. So I got to interview him the other day, and I have it taped, and we're going to play it tonight because coming up this Sunday is his big day. Uh, his name is Lauren W. Leeper, and uh, – Philly filmmaker, actor, Uh, now he can put director under his belt as well, and uh, he put together this, uh, or actually, and writer as well, he wrote, directed, and starred in this movie, it's called The Dark Military, and it looks pretty badass, I'm not going to lie, it really does, you can check out the trailer online, Um, but this Sunday, if you're in the Philadelphia area, the Trocadero, he's going to be having... um, a special screening of it, the debut screening of it. So um, check out the interview, learn about the movie, learn about Lauren, and uh, Sunday beat the truck. So uh, that'll be coming up, in, uh you know, in a little bit. Let's uh, let's kick off the show though with uh, with Matt, and uh, we're gonna be playing some music from Matt's band as well. And uh, here it is, Matt Yorkson United. Matt, yeah, how you doing, man? It's Bay.
2: Hey, I'm doing great, babe. Thanks for having me on the show. No problem, man. No problem,
1: dude. You know, it's it's uh, I love reading a story like you guys. Like, it's kind of like um, truly the definition, I guess you can say, of coming full
2: circle, huh? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I love when you start out an interview like that. I love hearing about uh, the story, of you guys. That's a that's a good start, babe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I started reading the bio and just like, wow, like uh, you know. So you so you guys had a band back, you know, quote unquote back in the day, I guess uh late eighties you actually started uh the band United. Yes. Okay, now and you guys I guess you weren't together long it
2: seemed like, or you were for a little bit or? No, we uh the actual band United only uh stayed together for less than a year. Um Prior to that, the uh, two of the guys in the band I grew up with, so we played, you know, talent shows and garages and that kind of stuff, playing covers. But uh, United itself stayed together for a year and played some shows in the in California and uh, recorded a demo, which is uh, what turned out to be the EP, which we just released last year when we decided to play some more music.
1: Yeah, see, now that, that that's the part that's wild. So, so the band lasted not even a year, we'll say. And uh, you guys, you know, you go off in different directions. You, you grow up, start lives. Uh, you went on and
2: you were singing in, in another band? I sung, yeah. Actually, I, uh, I went straight to a band called Militia. Uh, the Bay Area thrash scene was, was uh, booming at that time. And uh, okay. I know a few guys that played, played in that band. And they approached me and I joined them and played with them for two or three years. Nice. And put out a uh, an album called teen of Misery." Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Cool. So, uh, so you did that for a few years. Now, how about the other guys? Did they continue on with music, or did they just kind of grow up? Or,
2: you know, I lost uh, I lost touch with those guys during that time. I was just kind of doing my own thing. They uh, they all continue to play music, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly what how long they stayed together or, w- or what they did past then. So. Wow. So after, how about you then? After Militia, did you
1: go on to other bands or stay involved in music? Yeah, I, joined,
2: uh, I, I joined a couple of local bands after Militia decided to call it quits. Uh, about 92, 93, I had a short stint in a band called Defiance and a short stint in a band called Laughing Dead, both uh, barrier bands. And okay. uh, then I kind of hung it up for a little while. And uh, always, you know, always played music and sung, but not not uh, with the same goal in mind, um, right? Per se, like, yeah.
1: Wow. So, uh, so now I guess you can say, uh, fast forward to modern day, twenty sixteen. Like, how the idea all come together to, like, do United all over again?
2: Well. <clears throat> Actually, I uh, when I uh, militia actually got together and recorded a single called "Seeing Red" and put that out, which and that was all we did at the time. I think that was 2011, and uh, kind of got my interest sparked back into into getting back into it, and was back in touch with uh, the United Band members, and and I was talking to Donnie. I'm like, hey, why don't we release that the demo that we made uh, in the form of an EP. And he goes, that's a great idea. So uh, I actually took – and it was actually on cassette tape. That's all I had. The, the masters don't uh, exist anymore. they are real, to real. And I took uh, the tape, the actual cassette tape, to a buddy of mine uh, named Tim Narducci, and uh, he just cleaned it up a little bit, and we decided to uh, just release it digitally. And uh, at that time, like, hey, you know, there's – we were together less than a year. We threw that, that demo, that five song demo together in, in one day. It was basically recorded live. And, uh, we've always had a chemistry, uh, between us. And I go, man, we, we didn't even take it, you know, anywhere, uh, as, as far as to what we could do. Cause we, we, uh, writing and stuff just comes together real quick for us. And I just, I felt, and he felt that we had, uh, some more to do and put out some, some better material and see what we're, uh, what we're capable of really doing.
1: Now, now did any of the guys, like when you started
2: coming up with this idea, did any of them say like, dude, you're, you're freaking crazy. Like, what are you talking about? Actually, you know, actually nobody did. Everybody's continued to play, uh, music on their own. And, uh, and no, I everybody was, everybody was on board from the beginning. Everyone was excited. Okay. Actually let's put out something, you know, together that we had, you know, put on a shelf years ago. Um, and the thought of just putting it out together since we've known each other for so long creates that, that, that bond that we never really, you know, um, had as far as a music, music out there where people can actually listen to it. Because I don't think anybody outside of the Bay Area or in certain parts of California ever heard that music because we wow. basically broke up like right after we recorded it. So um, it, it's cool to have something out together because I really, you know, I really love these guys that has been in my life. You know, since I was a kid, so uh, everybody, everybody's on board. Writing's going great. I mean, it's just like it's just like times going back to 1988 as far as uh, us being in a room together in our, our garage and writing music together.
1: That's awesome, and it's all it's yeah. the, the original lineup too, correct? Absolutely, yeah. That's awesome. That is that is, yeah, it is. <laughs> that's amazing. It really is, man. <laughs> It's cool, man. It's cool. Uh, So, uh, how about, like, um, are you guys, like, now that it's, whatever, It's almost 30 years later, I mean, are you guys married, kids and all that? So it's, like, a whole different thing for everybody now?
2: Yeah, everybody is married. And, uh, you know, I mean, kids here and there, grown up, and it's just time to put the music hat back on. So, yeah, I mean, life, you know, moves on, and you – do different things, and uh, you don't really have the same exact aspirations as you did when you were young and and uh full of full of dreams as far as where you 're going to take this music and uh, but you know the music never goes away, and the drive to right. to write and and play just you know it 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 was in me from a very young age that listening to the radio stations here in Fleetwood Mac or whoever it was at the time and uh just gives you that feeling of. Like nothing else, so it feels really good to get back into it. Um, I'm just looking forward to a completed full length album with these guys, since basically the EP was just a demo. Yeah, I mean
1: that, that was all the songs from 1988. So now you guys are actually working yeah. on a yeah. You, so now you're working on an actual full length, correct?
2: Yes, yeah, so and we're taking a little bit more time this this time because, like I said, when you're young, and I think every musician understands this, when you're young. I think I was 19 or 18 at the time. Um, you know, it, the, the push was on to just get these written real quick, get a demo, and everything had to happen real fast. So, we're taking a little bit more time crafting the songs, putting them together, and getting them right, and then uh, recording them properly. So, we're, uh, we're we're looking at we're looking at a little bit later this year of uh, releasing the full length. Nice. Now, have you guys done yeah. any uh, live shows since you've uh, been back together? Or? No live shows yet. Our focus is just on writing and uh, getting this thing done first. Once we get close to, um, to actually being finished with it or just finishing the actual recording of it before it's pressed, we will, uh, we'll look into playing some shows and see where it goes from there. We actually had a, play, a chance to play at some festival in Texas recently, but uh, I don't think we're quite there yet, and we don't want to divert from, from our focus on writing yet. Right, you got to be chomping at the bit to get out there and play it. <laughs> oh, are you? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I remember. I remember those days. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That is so awesome. Cool. Now, now, how about uh, the music scene? How was it out there in the Bay Area? Still, is it still, uh, still got a nice thrashing going on, or?
2: You know, I think there are a lot of. Uh, you know, I think the area, the, the scene's still good. It's not like it was back in the day, but then again, I'm a little more insulated than I was back then not having played any shows out recently. Um, I think well, I, I've heard some, some really good bands coming out of the Bay area. Um, you know, like I'd mentioned earlier, my uh, guy, I know Tim Narducci who's playing in a band called the watchers. And that's, uh, it's kind of like a seventies heavy, they call it stoner rock. And that, that shit's badass. Cool. Um But uh, you know, we're, we're not, we're not uh, the new, the new music isn't, isn't um, <clears throat> going to be really of that kind of genre that's going on right now. It's, it's, I think we're going to stick to the original plan when we're writing. We have, um, and it's going to sound similar to what we were doing back in, in 1988. So um, we're not going to try, try to change with the times or anything like that or try to sound like any, anything that's happening today. I think we're just going to take it uh, where we left it off. Nice. Very cool.
1: Yeah. You know, too, I was just thinking too. I mean, like the band, uh, the band name United. I mean, it, it can really, truly have a whole new meaning to it now. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, it, absolutely, yeah, I, I agree. I, I'd never really thought of, about it that way, but the uh, the title that uh, I came up with for the new album kind of is a spin on that too, with the uh, you know the spin on the word past and uh, presence. So uh, that that really kind of you know. I don't I don't want to compare it to Y and T, but you know it's kind of that uh, you know we we did this back then and now we're doing it uh, now, so I think it's it's uh, I think it, I think it fits. Cool, absolutely, I definitely think so.
1: Nice. So how about uh, now? Where can everybody find you guys to keep up to date and get the uh, the original EP that's out now?
2: Uh we're on Facebook at United Bay Area Facebook and uh, you can buy the uh the album anywhere you can buy digital uh music, um iTunes, Google, uh any of that stuff. Cool. And it's called Subconscious Endeavor. So everybody's you got gotta it. look
1: up United Subconscious Endeavor. And That'd like you exactly guys right.
2: Facebook. That's cool. fantastic. Well, you know what?
1: When you get that full-length out, I can't wait to hear it. You've got to come back on. We've got to crank some tunes. I would love to be back on, and we will. Cool. Matt, this has, been, uh, this has been awesome. I love the story, and I can't wait to hear more of it. Hey, thanks so much,
2: Bay, for having me on. It's good talking to you. You too, man. Take care. All right. You too.
1: video Bay Ragney Heron. There you go. United with the title track off their EP. It's called Subconscious Endeavor. Check it out. Look for it. Buy it. Get it. Pay for it. And I and I do mean pay for it. Support the band. Support all the bands. Not only on this show, but everywhere. They need your support, and you got to support the music to keep the music alive. So there you go. So all right. Well, we got to keep the show alive and this network alive, too. So that means we got to take a quick commercial break. Just give me three minutes. I'm going to pay the bills. I'm going to keep the lights on, keep the power going, keep the network alive, and we'll be right back. And we'll be talking to uh, Lauren W. Pur. Stay tuned. <laughs>
0: We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook.
1: All right, welcome back. Told you radio. Told you three minutes and we're back. Bills are paid. Lights are on. Power's on. Network's on. Radio show's on. Here we go, Totally Dream Radio, alive, well, and ready to do it again. Here we go, from Philadelphia, actor, writer, director, jack of all trades in the world of entertainment, Mr. Lauren W. Leeper, Lepore, uh, I think it's Leeper. I always miss, mess I'm sorry. Sorry, Lauren, always mix up names. But here you go, here's his interview. Remember this Sunday at the Trocadero, be there. And there he is. <laughs> What's
4: going on, What's friend? Going, buddy, man? I'm doing good, brother. Uh, just getting out of the day job thing and uh, getting ready for the second half of the day, getting ready to promote the show, et cetera, stuff like that. What's up with you? Uh, you know, you,
1: you said it all right there. The day job. Hell, yep. Y- y- do, do you? Uh, you probably like me because you're you're a uh, very creative person, and we can tell by this uh, movie you, you've done now. But uh, how aggravating is it
4: to have the day uh, job? <laughs> oh, dude! It, it, there's just uh, Philly's a really bad market. It, it just is when it comes to you know the independent filmmaker. So like you can't even if you are uh, one of like the better SAG actors in the area that get you know the get the actual work it's very limited so you know it's, so it's like you have to I'm a, I'm a single guy with a mortgage so you know i'm not i'm not jeopardizing that so you know you go out you do your day job thing you get your you get your gap and then whatever is on your plate which for like the last year with me since july 4th weekend you're editing six days a week with your editor you know five to six days right. a week so you get a gap and you're editing till like 10, 11 at night, and it's the same day. It's Groundhog Day over and over again. And, you know, it's it's a path that you have to stay on to get your project done because if you shy away, you know, it, it's not going to get done. You know, you're only screwing right. yourself. And, you know, the, the producers, uh, the actors, uh, they all put faith in you to follow through. And, you're put, and to top it all off, your name's on the line. So, you got to bite down and you got to go. So, if you're, I don't know, I'm technically up at six in the morning and I'm done at 11 at night. And and it finally is going to end. You know, it finally ends. And uh, I could finally have this screening and uh, start, you know, doing remember me phone calls to people, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh, that's funny. That is funny. So, uh, the, the dark military, like, I, I mean, how long was this like in your head before you actually started putting it on paper and trying to make it
4: reality? Uh, not you know what it wasn't really long. Um, I said, this. I got in the film business uh, late 2010, and I got this idea only in the mid 2014. Um, another local filmmaker. Uh, he he put his film out. I got it on DVD, and I was watching. I was watching this, the trailers beforehand, and I saw a movie called uh, Hollow's Eve, and it was kind of like about three – I never really saw this movie yet. but It was about three clowns. It was on Hollow's Eve. It looked really creepy, very well done, very well shot, And I, but like me being in the business so long, I was like, you know what? That didn't look – I'm not, not talking down to the film. I'm just saying it, with today's technology, that didn't look too difficult to do. So, like I said, I pick it up for the movie. I'm all about, I was just like, you know what, I think I'm there. And I was like, what, pretend that you're like, what do you want to do? And I saw, like I said, there was three clowns. And I'm like, you know what, there hasn't been a team in a while. I was like, since Devil's Reject, there hasn't been a team. I'm like, how could I capitalize on that? And you know what, little by little, the next couple months, I just kind of got a rough script in my head. And I was like, I could build on this, and uh, I never—I'm not—never called myself a scriptwriter. So I got uh, two or three people around me, and as I would, you know, put it together, you know, then comes the frickin' crucial hand of—you said this six times. You don't need to say this six times. You're not formatting this right why is this character doing this this has nothing relevance over here and you're like ah (laughs) you know you're just like so you know and I'm like don't be nice to me I was like do not be nice to me I was like I I can't have a hole in this so over the next nine months I did 19 drafts and uh wow yeah yeah and then you know by the time it was ready they're like dude you, you got something here you know so when I finally did my first uh Reading with the cast, which is very big, there's like 70 people in it, you know, I didn't have all 70 of them there, but I had a very large number about 30 people. When we were done, I said, Is there any holes in this? Is there anything you don't understand? And it was like cricket. They're like, No, they're like, you got it down. So it's very big on the, you know, taking the time, you know, I see a lot of script writers like I wrote this in one week and I'm like, I will kick you right in the balls. (laughs) You know, because it's like you really can't do that. Like, go tell anyone in Hollywood, like, you did not do this in five days. Stop it, you know? Like, so, you know, that's a whole other issue with, you know, with a lot of the locals, too, writing stuff. Like, cranking product out too quick and not taking the time and nursing, you know, and being ready, you know? Right.
1: now now doing that, I mean, just from that point alone, and even like getting into like where you were saying like doing the reading and you have your cast assembled, I mean, uh-huh. stuff like that that you're not used to doing. it had to like even I mean it's like like schooling you even more about the whole process and probably just making you a better all-around actor as well.
4: But not a doubt. but I always tell anybody who's looking to get into the film business whether you're looking to be a, a crew member. Or you're looking to you know be an, be an actor, you know, or any part of this. Um I advise someone to get on to a movie set, volunteer your time. And I'm not talking about like a few days here, like the shoot's like twenty days, try to be there all twenty days, just be honest, it's like I'm new, I wanna learn, you know. And and you'd watch. Watch and listen. Right. You know? The same thing like you know, back in our wrestling days and stuff. There was someone you right. you, you kind of followed around and Basically in a way, shut up. Just this, 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 this watch it, you know. Just watch. Here's what to right. do and what not to do. So you know that really fine tuned me. It really did, and I just see like when when as soon as I started going off to other sets, like I just know it's like we don't need lighting, we don't need audio. We're just going to shoot this with a cannon. This cannon's the best damn thing in the world. And I'm like, like I'm kind of like still new, but I was just like, from what I just did, this doesn't seem right. But don't say anything because you're new and you might look like a fool. So it then not like go by literally, you're, you're like, you're like, I was, I was writing this one, you know, but you know, so you kind of, got to like just do that. You need to get on something that's good. That's got that buzz. And, you know, I was like in awe on all the, the first set I was on, I was just like, you know, even the terminology, you know, the language and stuff, right. It was like, you know, go run Stinger straight up over here to this, you know, around the corner and up to these outlets. And I'm like, cool. And I'm like, what the hell is a Stinger? And I'm running up like, Guy said a stinger. He's like extension cord, and I'm like, all right, cool. And I walking away. Like, why did he say extension cord? What's this with this language? You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and the next one's like uh, the gels. The gels for the lights. They're like, grab me some bullets, so we can put these gels up. And I'm like, what are they talking about? And I'm like, went up. Someone was like. What the hell are bullets They're like clothespins? I'm like, that's it. I'm like, this it. I don't understand your terminology here. But it's so simple. Go grab some extension cords and uh, you know, some clothespins. All you yeah, had to say to me, but <laughs> that's all you had to say. I didn't have to run around with my head chopped off because I'm trying to act like I know what I'm doing. So you know, you you learn. <laughs> you, you know, you you learn. You got to do that. Nothing. You know, if it was easy. Everyone would do it. You know. Right. Right.
1: You know, it, yeah. it's funny with the with the whole language thing. It, it's like. When we going through like wrestling, you know, you learn that whole language. But then, like, oh. when you get into these other aspects of entertainment, you're like, each little like uh, genre of entertainment has a whole new language you got to learn. <laughs> oh,
4: it, it's it's ridiculous. But like, I still say my my arrow when I was when I was a wrestler, the urgency that something has to be done. Like, you have two hours to do this. This has to happen. Or the whole show could get shut down. You know, if you're ever like around or near that situation. I have that you know, in in my filmmaking. And I find right. that a lot of the independents don't have that. Like, you know, eight out of ten they don't have that like, Oh no, we'll get to it or No, we don't need that or we'll fix it in post, the worst suicidal words you could say. In Philadelphia is it's all over. the Independent. We'll fix it in post production, and it's so wrong to do that because once you walk away and all that equipment's down, the actors are gone. You're not going to get another shot at. There's a good chance anyway you're not going to get a yeah. shot because you can't get that location or the actors out of the area or maybe they have to change their appearance. Uh, you know, a week or so later, you know that's bad. So I found that lazy that laziness, and I always kept that fire from back in the day. I understand like urgency get it done, get it right. This has to happen today. You know, this has to happen now. So, yeah, that stuff's still ingrained in me, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, too, like, I'm sure that the whole uh, um, time in the wrestling business for you had uh, become very helpful with the transition in the movies. Well, without
4: there. a doubt. And, you know, it was, like, weirder. It's, like, uh, uh, not to come off like a dick or anything, but – when you're around wrestlers, you know, tough guys, egos and everything, you're kind of just like, you know, you, you know your limitation. You know where to go and not go. You also know how to stick up for yourself. So when you get around actors and they throw a little bit of the, the tough guy stuff around, you kind of just laugh in their face. You're like, Dude, like, stop it. Like, like, like don't go <laughs> in that direction with me. You know, don't. Don't go near that. Like, so, you, you, you know. That's just embedded in me, like it's 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 humor um and you know well a, a lot of actors are cool I don't need to be coddled, you know, like i don't that doesn't happen <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know like <laughs> I don't coddle them, I'm sorry, you know I didn't get coddled, you know it doesn't work that way, so you know it's 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 you know they, they are similar worlds, but they're also in a way you know they're they're very different, you know um absolutely yeah. So how about now? Like, um,
1: like the writing's done now. Now, like, what's the next part of it? Do you go into the casting part?
4: All right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've, I've, I don't know if you were aware, but I also run a short film fest. I run, I run uh, Liberty Massacre. That's exactly what it sounds. It's a short film fest where it's all horror movies uh, from around the world. So I, I run oh, cool. those out of the out of the Trocadero. I do that once a year. Uh, and then my other one is called Freedom Shorts, and that's um, that's three days now for a while. It was just one, but I, I run that at three different venues, including the truck, and that's like 40, 40 films is what I ran last time, and that's films from yeah. around the world, but it's like one could be a comedy, the next one could be a drama, the next one could be a horror, the next one could be animation. It's like channel surfing, and they're short films, so you know like, right. they're over with on the quicker side. So basically, I've done that now for five years, and I'm very up to par of the talent in the area. So I basically Mm -hmm. did no casting. I kind of had a mock draft in my head, and um, people of who I wanted to work with. So I just would tell them. I'd be just like telling them, like September. You know, we shot this in September of 2015, so it'd it'd be the beginning of 2015, and I would just tell them, these are the dates I need you you're already drafted you don't need to read I need you these exact days or, or I can't use you <laughs> and theyd just like all right now you gave me nine months notice yeah sure yeah I could do that so for the most part almost everyone said yeah and uh, that's how that worked and then all of a sudden you got everybody like sending me their cast stuff like the reason I picked these people some of them are really close friends um, I know I could depend on them the work ethic right. obviously if they could fit they fit the role. But it also was – baby, you got like 70 people together at one point. That's a lot, man. You, you do. You also have to realize – because they're kind of all in teams and all that. So, all right, so you know it's like when being wrestling, like you're paired up with a group. Well, what happens mm-hmm. when you go before the curtain and after the curtain? Do you think these people are going to get along? That came into play huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can, Between your friends – in real life or wherever you went, you know, hey, you're friends with everybody, but you know there's, where there's bad pairings. You know what I mean? Like right. in downtime. Mm-hmm. Like these people will not click. So you got to make sure some of them click so everybody's happy because, hey, we we had a decent budget for this film for being an indie, but we also were oppressed up, up against it. We're shooting nine straight days here. So we, I basically told these people, believe in me, we'll, and I was like, and, the, and all I need out of you is, deliver your lines let's do this right you know show up basically for work and we're going to knock this out right. of the ballpark but one thing about a movie set a lot of waiting so you want to make yeah. sure people are going to be able to get along and that was very huge and i didn't really have i had zero problems when it came to that uh, during the shoot like everyone awesome. was all happy and stuff yeah but you know you also also a lot of actors you know i had a lot of people why didn't you pick me and it's like you know you kind of coddle them over, but it's like, because you're freaking legally insane. Like you you, you, you you have all these hate posts on Facebook. and like, Hey, I want to punch my wife today. Like, you, I'm not bringing that to my freaking set. Or, you know, some of these actors, like, literally, they didn't understand. But, like, they, I would show up on another movie set, and they'd come over, like, Lord, come here. Like, what, what? I'm so drunk right now. Isn't that funny? I'm like, that's not funny. Okay. I haven't seen with you. This person freaking like, hired you. You know, I mean, okay, maybe you're working for free. Yeah, so am I. But like, I chose to be here. If you didn't take this shit right. seriously, you shouldn't be here. And then they asked him, "Why didn't bring? Why? Why didn't you hire me? There's your freaking reason. You showed up drunk, you asshole. You know, it's like, wow. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it's like. Sounds you know, very similar
1: to the wrestling business.
4: It does. It. it, it there's not much. The, the, the actors are more, you know, they need to be cobbled more. That's all.
1: <laughs> now how about like when it comes to time to like um get the casting locations and stuff like that like um the shooting locations like uh, is that's i mean it, it does that get like uh it's gotta be like it's, it's gotta um, be hard
4: it's, it, pain it, it's, it's hard it's hard and when you do uh like i said about you know nine nine days what we did here um you can't travel far meaning like uh you know if, if the filming was in south philly well all right well you know we're going to shoot half the day in south philly i don't want to have to grab all that equipment and go to allentown so you, you're going to try to find uh, like a radius where they you don't have to go far so on our right. first day we, we shot we, we shot in uh clayton new jersey and then we ended up shooting up to uh franklinville but guess what franklinville was two miles away So it's very, very convenient because during the lunch hour, everything, you know, you're, you're, everybody's getting cuddled over and everyone has a break and then you're good to go and there's good parking and stuff. So you had to kind of be military, but you could get it done. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. Some of the locations that we had that you're facing one direction and it looks, you know, beautiful and everything. But then when you turn around, it looks like a completely different location. So all you're doing is turning the equipment the other way. But you will never be able to tell that in a movie. That that's that's the movie business itself. On any film, right? You know, you just turn around. There's this whole other location. Oh, here's this old broken down barn, or you know, here's all these acres of woods. And then you know, move over here. It's it's amazing. You know, it's what sound stages are for. So you basically got to make up for that. You know, you, and uh, you know you got to like calculate all this time. And it's like even my crew told me. What you're attempting to do with this amount of actors cannot be done in nine days. We are going to ride this out with you. Just be prepared. We don't believe this is going to happen. And I said, you don't understand the actors that I drafted. <laughs> I was like a coach, man. I was like, no. I go, as long as you guys get there and, you know, have the equipment set up. Because they said, they go, the actors are going to be blowing their lines. There's going to be drama. I was like, no. If that's what you think is going to stop it, you know, that's not going to happen. And it didn't. <laughs> we got through everything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> even the first
4: three days of the shoot we got done uh hours earlier like we, you know like hours like we were out of work early technically so and you still got all your shots and you uh, know it comes together like if you prep the the, the pre-production part of the film you just got to be if you get that down tight you uh you, you should be okay i mean an accident could happen you know you never know, but. There could right. be a reason that the day up. that was like the only nervousness I actually have. I'm kind of a confident guy. The only nervousness that I have is like you got all these actors and I was, uh, you're always worried. Like, you know, God forbid, with what if, what if one of their family members croaks over the night before, you know, or there's an accident um, right. or something and they're, they're unreplaceable, you know, and you're like, what
2: right. are you going to do?
4: You know, thankfully none of that happens. but I mean, that's the worry that I have, you know, you you never wow. you never know. I mean that's just that's sure. just how it is. You know, I mean, in anything. So that you so you're literally when they're coming up you're giving hugs and you're checking them in, in your head. You're like, All right, you know, <laughs> like that first day I'm just like seventeen more check ins here, okay, we're doing all right, we're doing all right. <laughs> oh, that's
1: and, 40. That is 40. So now like looking back at like the whole process and uh mm-hmm. I was like I was thinking to myself, like, which part do you really think? was the hardest part was it was it writing it was it actually acting in it directing going and have to edit all the material or then the the final stage the marketing of it
4: (laughs) uh you know what every one of those in a way have their own you know have their own part you know of, of being stressful i mean marketing is the first thing i always say the actor should ask somebody when they're like Oh, you know, I got I got a movie I want you in it, and here I always said well, I always say well, how much are you getting paid, and how much do you have for marketing? And chances are, Philly, it's hard to get paid to act, and if you don't have money for the right. acting, how are you going to have any money for the marketing? Well, what do you do? Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, like the biggest thing is, oh, we made a Facebook page, and we made a trailer. And I'm like, yeah, and you know, like <laughs> there's like I have dumped so much money into marketing. Even before the movie was made, we made promotional posters, we made teaser trailers. You know, I printed the shirts. You know, you got you we, you got the dark military logo because you know you, you're hoping that catches fire. You know, you, right. you, I dumped thousands in before we even like you know I even had the crew <laughs> even together. So and then afterwards, you know, you're with Fangoria the first one to uh, drop. Fangoria magazine the first one to drop our trailer, and then you have right. like people you could literally hire to get to every Every message board for you, you know, and like once it gets there, <laughs> whatever is going to be said is out of your control, you know, that sort of thing, how that flies, but you know, it still catches wind. Like, one thing with the right. horror audience, a lot of those people want to be there first. So even if they don't like the trailer, they're posting it anyway. But like, check this out right. like, I, I saw this first, I'm the first one to post this. So you kind of get to use that to your advantage. Then there's, okay, so mine goes into the horror department, but also goes in the action. But I would say these characters are, you know, could be, you know, poor movie icons. That's what I want. That's what my goal is. So what do I got to do today? I got to get on the road and take this film on, in the convention circuit, you know, all like right. monster manias, the chiller, all that stuff. And I mean, right down, right down the coast you and across, you're setting up a table, promoting a film, Showing them a trailer, giving away free stuff for a movie that isn't even out yet—that's how far in. But you got to meet the audience. You have got to get people excited. Boom! You know, all of a sudden your trailers are going up. You know, people are people are in constant uh, contact with you. They're waiting to see it. They're waiting to see it. You can't make a Facebook page and ask everyone to like your page and 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 stop. It, it, you can't do that. It doesn't work that way. You have to. Oh, be, I know. Yeah, I mean, like those old days of ECW, I'd be like Dan Colwell and shit, you know, in the late 90s. I was like, we're breaking into, like, you know, colleges and putting all the flyers on the cars and stuff and getting chased by right. security and all that. Like, that's how it was. You have to get out there, and you got to meet. And one of the things that is good at this point, now that the movie's done for, for distribution companies, and I so encourage this to everybody, is if they see you dumped money, into marketing, these distribution companies. Suppose the uh, distribution company's got 50 films on deck, and it's just, everyone just says, well, my film's great. Here's the Facebook. Here's the trailer. Well, when you show them, break it down, that you put money into marketing, and, okay, your, your trailer's got millions of views, it's got all this following, and here's the proof. Well, guess what? One of 49 of those films, they don't have to put that much money into it, into marketing. Right. They say because you paid for it. And guess what? That puts you in the top, you know, you know, you're just went past first tier, basically, you know? You can't say you're definitely getting picked up, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're right, saving you right. money, you know what I mean? So, you know, hey, you're going to go buy a brand-new house. you know? Or, or, I'm sorry, you're going to go buy a house well, half of it's been redone? Well, you don't have to do that now, do you? You know, so that's good. Exactly. Exactly. You kind of have to do now, it did yourself. You end
3: up
1: funding? Did you end up funding a lot of this yourself, or did you have outside backers or...
4: Like a uh, some of this uh, uh, is, is a little of everybody and I have a couple of silent partners too that are uh, that were watching me on the west coast that threw money my way, which they're kind of my help desk, and I do kind of have to answer to them but I also had you know my buddy Mary and you know the the Natalie Fox Hill there was always and you know everybody everyone kind of came together there's like a little of this and that a lot of associate producers in this movie so you know, it, it, you kind of have to – I took care of this area for a while, like a, with, with all these film fest and my networking events. And, you know, I'm right. kind of a known guy. I do a lot of support for people. So it's safe to say I called in a lot of favors,
2: <laughs>
4: and I pressured them. Like, you know, give me this location for it. Get me this. Get me that, you know. So, you know, right. it all goes right. around. So it, it came together. The film should have cost a lot more than it really, you know, than I shot it for.
1: Now, I'll tell you what, like, from watching the trailer alone, I mean, that's all I've seen, but it looks fucking good. Like, and that's Thank no bullshit to people. Like, and even the quality, I mean, the quality of, of you know, the picture, the, the, the acting up, Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been given, uh, like, one of these independent films, and you watch it, and you just kind of cringe because the acting is yeah. just so oaky. But this, I mean, this is this is the real deal, man this is good stuff thank, you, thank you much
4: I'll also I'll also share with you that trailer is two minutes and three seconds I believe that took us 144 hours of combing over 144 oh, hours shit. so think about because they, you're, you're, you're color correcting you're making sure every sound is in you, you, your film score and you're trying to tell a story um, because there's how, how do you gauge a movie by the trailer right in the poster. Yeah, yeah. That's it. If yeah. you see a trailer and before King Kong or something and you don't like it, that's off your grid. Just like that. Right. So so right. people like rush their trailers. And stuff. No, we fine-tuned it's, this damn thing over, and I'm I'm proud of it. I kind of have a secret hate for it because we put that out uh, not this March. It's still March, right? Yeah, it's okay. So we put it out about a year ago. And now the movie's done, and I have so much better footage, but it's just a bittersweet thing. Like, I wish I could scrap that trailer and make another one, but, I mean, uh, you know, your head's just going to kind of explode, but, you know, go back into the well with that thing. So, we're going to ride this one out. Uh, we're going to have the first home screening for it uh, ever, and uh, that's April 2nd at the Trocadero. The doors are at 2 o'clock. The screening will go on at 3 p.m. sharp. where you could uh, beforehand, you could like meet the cast and uh, crew and everybody, and right. uh, see a lot of videos on, on the big screen there. You know, of us making it. And uh, movie's 88 minutes, and you'll all be done by 4:30. So, in case any of you were thinking about uh, you might miss WrestleMania, no, the show is out by 4:30. You'll be able to, you'll be able to see your WrestleMania.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and everyone's like WrestleMania Day. Birthday. I'm like, I don't care. We're done by 4:30. <laughs>
1: There you go. Yeah, and people will enjoy the movie more than they enjoy WrestleMania. So, yes.
3: <laughs> so.
1: Now, is there going to be? Um, are you going to have
4: a DVD copies for
1: sale? Or
4: no, 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 no. This is uh, this is just the this is more or less like every, everyone's welcome to come to this. But uh, now's the part. Like I got people there watching the movie that are looking to buy it. Now comes that. Oh, so careful. What's the, what's the best outlet for this? You know so. I'm looking to sell it. I'm not going to do a, a, you know, self-distribution. That would be a total loss. You know I mean? You could do that. You you know what I mean? But, you know, when when you got all that fire into it right now, like I said, you know, I'm hyping it up good and it's, you know, the threat is real. You know, it really is, you know, it's got, got some good, you know, you know, it's got good uh, traction, but uh, you know, we're just trying to, I want to just screen this, enjoy this with everybody, and then I'm going to exhale and sleep for a full week because I'm still going hard here since I stopped this thing. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, see where it goes. You know, I'm not I'm not just taking the first thing. There's already been offers for it that, that, that I'm not you know into, so you know right. I'm going to do what's best for the film, and I'll be that, and uh, it's set up for a trilogy. So nice, man, very man, cool. Man,
1: all right, yeah. well, let's, uh, let's get to this plugged out again. So uh, next Sunday, April 2nd?
4: Yep, that's screen Yep, and tickets are only $10. All are welcome. And uh, 2 o'clock door, 3 o'clock screening, done by 4.30. Nice. And website? Averagesuperstarfilms.com, and uh, there's plenty to, that you could watch of the Dark Military, and there like, 20, over 26 interviews, our uh, footage when Fuse TV covered us, they covered the making of it. Uh, you can could, you can could watch that. Uh, there's a lot of pages there. Believe me, uh, uh, all about the cast, a lot of links to who they are and everything they've done. So, and everything that everything that's uh, about my film fest too. Everything about what I do is on that page, and there's a lot to check out. So, stop by awesome. averagesuperstarfilms.com. Cool. Well, Lauren. This has been awesome, man.
1: Congratulations on everything. Thank uh, you. i got to try to get down there.
4: I really want to see this movie. That's great. I would like you to see my movie. And then, uh, yes, get down here. Bring an army. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
1: bring bring the light military. You got it. There you go.
4: Cool. Well, thanks again,
1: Lauren. And, uh, yeah, we'll be talking soon.
4: All right. Sounds good, friend. Have a good one. You too. Take care.
1: Bye-bye. Alrighty, welcome back. Television Radio, Bay Ragney here, and there you go. Make sure you're out there Sunday at the track to check out The Dark Military. It'll be a badass movie. And a lot of, lot of, lot, and I mean a lot of Philly people are in it. I think he even said there was like 70, uh, 70 people in the movie, and a lot of those people, probably most of them are from the Philadelphia area. So uh, if you're in, from the Philadelphia area, support the arts, support the music, support it all. And be out there Sunday at the truck. All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I want to thank our guests, Lauren and Matt. Uh, Make sure you check out uh, United uh, out there in the California Bay Area. Make sure you check out uh, Lauren out here in the Philadelphia area. And make sure you check us out. We're uh, worldwide. We're everywhere. So, uh, you know, go. Look for us. Totally Driven Entertainment, Totally Driven Radio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like us, love us, follow us, and you, too, can get driven like everybody else. Until uh, Thursday night, which, uh, yeah, Thursday night, we'll be back. We'll be live at 8 o'clock. We have uh, our good friend Kristen Burt, as always, in the first hour, talking Hollywood news. In the second hour, we have a musician extraordinaire, guitarist, pianist, uh, Damiano Christian. He's got a new EP out. And coming up in the, the last hour of the show, we have a Philadelphia promoter who's doing uh, the Nostalgia Fest Con coming up in two weeks. So um, there you go. Talk to you all Thursday night. Until next time, remember,
3: stay driven.
1: See you, everybody.